0: You're listening to the Bible Chunks read Through Podcast in association with the Limedeem Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. The Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Ezekiel 18, 1 through 20:44, 90 verses today. The Word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord God, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the father as well as the soul of the son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. If a man is righteous and does what is just and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift his eyes up to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife or approach a woman in the time of her menstrual impurity. Does not oppress anyone, but restores to the debtor his pledge. Commits no robbery. Gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment. Does not lend it interest or take any profit. Withholds his hand from injustice. Executes true justice between man and man. Walks in my statutes and keeps my rules by acting faithfully. He is righteous. He shall surely live, declares the Lord God. If he fathers a son who is violent, a shedder of blood, who does any of these things, though he himself did none of these things, who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not restore the pledge, lifts up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination, lends at interest and takes profit, shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations, he shall surely die, his blood shall be upon himself. Now suppose this man's father's a son who sees all the sins of his father, he sees and does not do likewise, he does not eat upon the mountains, or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife, does not oppress anyone, exacts no pledge, commits no robbery, but gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment, withholds his hand from iniquity, takes no interest or profit, obeys my rules and walks in my statutes, he shall not surely die for his father's iniquity, he shall surely live, for as, his, as for his father, because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother and did what was not good among his people, behold, he shall surely die for his iniquity. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the Son has done what is just and right, and has been careful to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The Son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the Father, nor the Father suffer for the iniquity of the Son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. But if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that he has committed, and keeps all my statutes, and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him. For the righteousness that he has done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his evil way and live? But when a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice and does the same abominations that the wicked person does, shall he live? None of the righteous deeds that he has done shall be remembered, for the treachery of which he is guilty and the sin he has committed. For them he shall die. Yet you say, The way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. Because he considered and turned away from all the transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live. He shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel! And you, take up a lamentation for the princes of Israel, and say, What was your mother? A lioness. Among lions she crouched in the midst of young lions, she reared her cubs. And she brought up one of her cubs. He became a young lion, and he learned to catch prey and devoured men. The nations heard about him. He was caught in their pit, and they brought him with hooks to the land of Egypt. When she saw that she waited in vain, That her hope was lost, she took another of her cubs and made him a young lion. He prowled among the lions, he became a young lion, and he learned to catch prey. He devoured men and seized their widows. He laid waste their cities, and the land was appalled, and all who were in it at the sound of his roaring. Then the nations set against him from provinces on every side. They spread their net over him. He was taken in their pit. With hooks they put him in a cage, and brought him to the king of Babylon, and brought him into custody, that his voice should no more be heard on the mountains of Israel. Your mother was like a vine in a vineyard planted by the water, fruitful and full of branches, by reason of abundant water. Its strong stem became rulers' scepters, it towered aloft among the thick boughs, it was seen in its height, with the mass of its branches. But the vine was plucked up in fury cast down to the ground. The east wind dried up its fruit, and they were stripped off and withered. As for its strong stem, fire consumed it. Now it is planted in the wilderness, in a dry and thirsty land, and fire has gone out from the stem of its shoots. It has consumed, has consumed its fruit, so that there remains in it no strong stem, no scepter for ruling. This is a lamentation and has become a lamentation. In the seventh year, in the fifth month, on the tenth day of the month, certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord and sat before me. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, speak to the elders of Israel and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Is it to inquire of me that you come? As I live, declares the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. Will you judge them, son of man? Will you judge them? Let them know the abominations of their fathers, and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, On the day when I chose Israel, I swore to the offspring of the house of Jacob, making myself known to them in the land of Egypt. I swore to them, saying, I am the Lord your God. On that day I swore to them that I would bring them out of the land of Egypt into a land that I had searched out for them, a land flowing with milk and honey, the most glorious of all lands. And I said to them, Cast away the detestable things your eyes feast on, every one of you, and do not defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God, but they rebelled against me and were not willing to listen to me. None of them cast away the detestable things their eyes feasted on, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I would pour out my wrath upon them and spend my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. But I acted for the sake of my name. That it should not be profaned in the sight of the nations among whom they lived, in whose sight I made myself known to them in bringing them out of the land of Egypt. So I led them out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. I gave them my statutes and made known to them my rules, by which, if a person does them, he shall live. Moreover, I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They did not walk in my statutes, but rejected my rules, by which, if a person does them, he shall live, and my sabbaths they greatly profaned. Then I said I would pour out my wrath upon them in the wilderness to make a full end of them, but I acted for the sake of my name, that it should not be profaned in the sight of the nations, in whose sight I had brought them out. Moreover, I swore to them in the wilderness that I would not bring them into the land that I had given them, a land flowing with milk and honey, the most glorious of all lands, because they rejected my rules and did not walk in my statutes, and profaned my Sabbaths, for their heart went after their idols. Nevertheless, my eyes spared them, and I did not destroy or make a full end of them in the wilderness. And I said to their children in the wilderness, Do not walk in the statutes of your fathers. Do not keep their rules, nor defile yourselves with their idols. I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules, and keep my Sabbaths holy, that they may be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. But the children rebelled against me. They did not walk in my statutes and were not careful to obey my rules, by which if a person does them, he shall live. They profaned my Sabbaths. Then I said I would pour out my wrath upon them and spend my anger against them in the wilderness. But I withheld my hand and acted for the sake of my name, that it should not be profaned in the sight of the nations, in whose sight I had brought them out. Moreover, I swore to them in the wilderness that I would scatter them among the nations and disperse them through the countries because they had not obeyed my rules but have rejected my statutes and profaned my Sabbaths and their eyes were set on their father's idols. Moreover, I gave them statutes that were not good and ruled by which they could not have life and I defiled them through their very gifts and their offering up of the firstborn that I might devastate them. I did it that they might know that I am the Lord. Therefore, son of man, speak to the house of Israel and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, In this also your fathers blasphemed me, by dealing treacherously with me. For when I had brought them into the land that I swore to give them, then whenever, wherever they saw any high hill or any leafy tree, there they offered their sacrifices, and there they pre- presented the provocation of their offering." There they set up their pleasing aromas, and there they poured out their drink offerings. I said to them, What is the high place to which you go? So its name is called Bama to this day. Therefore, to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, Will you defile yourselves after the manner of your fathers and go whoring after their detestable things? When you present your gifts and offer up your children in fire, you defile yourselves with all your idols to this day. And shall I be inquired of you? Shall I be inquired of by you, O house of Israel? As I live, declares the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. What is in your mind shall never happen. The thought, let us be like the nations, the tribes of the countries, and worship wood and stone. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. I will bring you out, from the peoples, and gather you out from the countries where you are scattered with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, and I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples, and there I will enter into judgment with you face to face as I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness in the land of Egypt, so I will enter into judgment with you, declares the Lord God, I will make you pass under the rod, and I will bring you in the bond of the of the covenant. I will purge out the rebels from among you and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn, but they shall not enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. As for you, O house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, go serve every one of you his idols. Now and hereafter, if you will not listen to me, but my holy name you shall no more profane with your gifts and your idols. For on my holy mountain the mountain height of Israel declares the Lord God. There are all the house of Israel, all of them, shall serve me in the, in the land. There I will accept them, and there I will require your contributions and the choicest of your gifts. With all of your sacred offerings, as a pleasing aroma, I will accept you. When I bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will manifest my holiness among you in the sight of the nations, and you shall know that I am the Lord God when I bring you into the land of Israel the country that I swore to give your fathers. And there you shall remember your ways and all your deeds with which you have defiled yourselves. And you shall loathe yourselves for all the evils that you have committed. And you shall know that I am the Lord, when I deal with you for my name's sake, not according to your evil ways, nor according to your corrupt deeds, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. reading uh, features the declaration, thus says the Lord quite a bit. God speaks. God is communicating and he is doing something that is terribly confusing to the nation of Israel and Judah. But he's doing it while he's also sending prophets to tell them why he's doing it and what he's planning on doing in the future. And the thing that is striking me over and over in this section in particular, is that he, he keeps saying that he's doing it for his name's sake, so that his name won't be profaned among the nations. So he's saying, I'm, as a nation is looking in, so as, as Babylon comes in to conquer, Babylon is gonna exalt herself. Babylon is gonna exalt their nation, their, their way of life, their gods above everything else. Yahweh is, is no he, he's no match for the gods of the Babylonians. And in exalting themselves, they're blaspheming the name of the Lord. Now we know that the gods of the nations are are they're false gods. they're at best demonic entities that are running the show and, and God gives them some of the, the freedom to do that. And yet God allows for his plans to be brought forth through the devastation of Babylon. And as Babylon is doing that, God is judging Israel for turning her back upon him, so that Israel will call out, cry out and return to the Lord. But he's he is still concerned for his namesake just like when he was in the wilderness when when the Israelites were in the wilderness and and God says I'm going dist- to like I'm going to wipe out this nation because they've just built a golden calf and I'm going to start again with you Moses. And Moses pleads with the Lord and says, "Don't do that, God, because what is Egypt going to say that you you delivered these people out of Egypt just to kill them in the wilderness? Think about your name." The, God is concerned primarily with his own glory because by by, by recognizing his glory and leaning into that, that is what produces human flourishing because we have been made for God. All of us, Babylonians as well as Israel, Israelites, made for God, by God, in order to have this relationship with God. And, and so God is concerned about his reputation among the nations as Babylon comes and destroys Israel and, and drags them into exile, he wants it to be really clear that they're doing that under his, under his control, under his uh, permission. And then he's going to bring them back into the land of Israel and he's going to reset their fortunes and he's going to turn things around for his namesake so that the world will know that there is a God in Israel. And so that's what is really struck, is striking me about the reading this morning. Over and over and over, God is saying, "For my own name's sake, so that my name is not profaned among the nations." And even though Israel is going to continue to rebel, God has set His favor upon her. He set His covenants upon her. And so, as we close up this morning, as we wrap it up, I would ask you to consider: What does this section of Scripture tell us about who God is? Just Independent from from any kind of like feelings that you have, what is he revealing about himself objectively? And what does he want us to know about who he is? And then more subjectively, what does this tell us about who we are? About our own hearts, about our own lives? And then finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.